What's going on, Patriots? You're listening to the Republic of Sword podcast. I'm Joe. That's Anthony. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at RepublicRestored. That's R-P-U-B-L-I-C-R-E-S-T-O-R-E-D. And on Instagram at RepublicRestored. Uh, so before we start off, Ant, how was your week? Not good. Not good at all. I spent the entire thing violently ill. Um, could have been a touch of the flu. Could have just been God getting back at me for a few things, but I'm feeling better now. Had a touch of the typhoid. I don't know what it was, but I'm wearing a mask from now on. That's all I got to say. So he went to the doctor, he got himself a Z-Pack, and he got it knocked out of him. So I think we're good. Knocked right out. All right, I think we're good. Um, So I want to start this off this week with uh, something happened this week where the, um, the clowns got together and they all spoke to the echo chamber. The circus? Um, yeah, the circus. The Democrats had another debate. Oh, that circus. Uh, where they went around for two hours, um, just uh, pulling it out of thin air. They said liberty zero times. They said probably freedom, but not in the context that we like to hear about freedom uh, a few times. Um, but mostly they spent two hours talking about how to tax us. Um, how to engineer society, and uh, they, and how to make sure that businesses can't make a lot of money. Oh, and also, because I was sick, I was paying attention for health care, because I got some bills coming. And they didn't talk about that until after 10 o'clock. Right. And um, apparently it's going to be free. No, it's not. There's nothing. Nothing's yeah, nothing free, free in the world. Nothing's free in the world. All that's going to mean is that they're going to tax everybody at 90%. Um... Uh, except themselves. No, they get taxed at zero percent. Yeah, even though they get uh, they fall into those tax brackets, but they'll they'll find a way around it as they always do. Just like when Obamacare came out, the, well, they, they found their way cash, around that. So, right under the table, um, something did happen uh, after the debate. Shortly after the debate, that was people got arrested. No, nobody got arrested yet, but it was absolutely incredible. And I can't stop listening to it. So we're going to play it for you all. And uh, you decide. I think you called me a liar on national TV. What? I think you called me a liar on national no. TV. <laughs> let's not do it right now. You want to have that discussion? We'll have that discussion. You called me. You told me. All right, let's not do it now. I don't want to get Wait for it. Oh, I just want to say hi, Bernie. Yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 good. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Okay. That was Tom Steyer interrupting. Yeah, uh, and the look of disappointment on Tom Steyer's face after Bernie basically brushed him off. He was waiting for that all night. You know, in the morning, he got up out of bed oh, yeah. and he said, I can't wait to meet Bernie Sanders. I'm going to shake his hand. Tonight is the night He rehearsed. that I set out to do what I came here to do from the beginning. And that's become... Bernie Sanders VP. Yeah. That's why I started this. He could not wait. He rehearsed. He rehearsed everything that he was going to say to Bernie. But the only hitch in the plan was Elizabeth Warren uh, accusing Bernie of calling her a liar on national TV. She's the hitch in this country's fucking plan, I'll tell you what. So poor Tom Steyer, little Tom Steyer, he, uh, as he was walking up to Bernie, he saw this going down. And the only thing he'd get on her is... uh, I just don't want to get in the middle of it. But Bernie, please shake my hand. Yeah. Bernie just turned around. I'm sorry. It was a bit it was a bit of a power move. I had to give it to Bernie. Show the cameras that I'm relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. And he walked away. And you could just see the blood rushing out of Tom Steyer's face. And this was all stemming from Bernie saying that a woman should never be president or something to that effect. Uh, uh, To be perfectly honest. I was half listening to the debate. I got a banging headache through it, and uh, I couldn't. I couldn't continue to listen to it. So I pretty much put it on half volume, and uh, I don't know where it originated from, but I'm happy it did originate because that was some of the most. That was the most fantastic part of any Democrat debate this year. I don't understand why they wouldn't address that during the debate. Uh, I think maybe she just wanted to go up to him and just confront him and have some sort of conversation. Like, we're not supposed to do this to each other. Something like that. No. 
I think it's because they're both full of shit. And if she would have called him out for being full of shit in front of everybody, then he would have called her out for being full of shit. And then they both would have been full of shit together. But this way, she calls him out for being full of shit and he brushes her off so it makes him look like he's full of shit, but it makes her look like she's full of not shit. They're both full of shit. Both full of of shit. At the end of the day, they're both full of shit. Both full of shit. So, um, this is, this is making, it's been making its rounds on Instagram and Twitter and, and everywhere on social media. And I've just been playing it nonstop. I can't stop listening to it. Uh, I thought I was going to get the giggles as we were playing it right now, but I didn't get the giggles. I got the giggles. Yeah, it was, it was honestly absolutely perfect. Oddly enough though, the funniest part of the week was the saddest part of the week. Well, the, what the Democrats proclaimed is the saddest. It was super solemn and prayerful. Yeah, when they uh, actually brought the impeachment articles to the Senate. And Nancy Pelosi sat down with her gaggle surrounding her. And her, what was it, $15,000 worth of pens? It, no, it was like, it was about, I want to say five grand. It was either 1500 or five grand. I'm, ah. I want to say five grand uh-huh. and that they were $150 each. Mm. Gold plated on silver platters. If that doesn't say Washington Swamp. Weren't they also designed to look like bullets? They do look like bullets. Okay. And this is this is a woman who is... Anti-gun. Grossly anti-gun. Mm-hmm. Very okay. anti-gun. And she's using bullets. She's super so- solemn and prayerful all the time. Uh-huh. She's constantly praying her Our Fathers and Hail Marys. Yeah. Uh, right. They're the party of the people. Uh-huh. Party of the people that the use... illegal people. Over $1,550 gold-plated pens on silver platters, smiling and laughing throughout the whole thing. Like, the whole fucking thing is a joke. Mm-hmm. Did you see Maxine Waters cut in line? She's a fucking asshole. She cut in line in order to get a pen quicker. So instead of being eighth, ninth online, she was third online. And then she held the pen up like she was like it was a lightning rod. Like the Lord himself was gonna was gonna send the bolt of lightning down to strike it and well, bless it or you something. Under, you understand. You understand. The the, the uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about these pens like they're drugs. The street value of these pens um, could have helped somebody pay off their rent. Oh, they're going to pay for legal fees. Because when the shit hits the fan in the next few weeks, these people are going to be selling their prized possessions to pay for legal fees. And their prized possessions now are bullet pens that Nancy Pelosi used to sign the articles of impeachment, which led to their downfall. So this is going to get really interesting when you start seeing on eBay um, bullet pens. Impeachment bullet pens. Impeachment bullet pens. So Nancy, don't hang it up on your wall just yet. No. And make sure that uh, you don't lose it. Make sure you don't drop it and chip it. You got to keep it pristine. You know, and just in case, Nancy, just a message for you. If you don't know how to use eBay, you could just go to your local pawn shop. I'm sure there's a bunch of pawn shops around the D.C. metro area that would be more than happy to take that pen off your hands. Oh, yeah. And if Hunter Biden's listening, he said pawn, not porn. Don't get excited, big guy. Yeah. So now we're waiting to see who's going to be called to testify, right? They got to go through that whole process of basically inviting people to the yeah, chambers. Either that, they're going to make it a voluntary invitation. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then if yeah, because some... people should be excited to impeach the president. I mean, right. There's got to be a line outside, like Panera Bread. Right. Evidently, by uh, Nancy Pelosi's face, everybody should just be smiling and happy and having a good time. Um, but if people, if some witnesses refuse to come, they could always subpoena them, but that would require a vote. And, uh, well, actually, that's what Rand Paul was trying to get at the other day. Yeah. Surprisingly, Rand Paul, who at times has been a never Trumper or anti Trump in the very I gotta least, say, though, it's refreshing. I, I always liked Rand Paul. He's, he, whether or not you agree with him, he His tells f- you how he feels. Yeah, his father was a whack job, but it, I mean, it it just seems like Rand Paul, he kind of got the best of both worlds. That you know, radical libertarian um, dogma that of his father uh, kind of got filtered out and uh, nice and diluted in Rand Paul, and now he's kind of a libertarian conservative. But uh, at the same time, 
sometimes he's anti-Trump. Sometimes he's a never, he sounds like a never Trumper. But in this case, uh, we have an article from Politico. Uh, Rand Paul threatens fellow Republicans with explosive witness votes. Now, when I read that headline, I said, oh, shit. Rand Paul is going to stonewall. That's what it felt like. The Trump defense. Uh, And then I started to read the article, and it's actually the opposite. Apparently, Rand Paul is saying that if anybody votes against... uh, Against any of the president's witnesses. Right, against any of the president's witnesses. (laughs) You might as well just go to jail, because he's going to make your life a living hell. Yeah, he's going to force a vote on uh, on bringing Hunter Biden. Yeah. It also said he was going to force a vote on... um, he was going to force a vote to uh, to just throw out the whole, uh, the impeachment. whole impeachment. He just right. forced a vote to acquit the whole thing. Right. If we're not going to get the right people in to testify, then the whole thing's just a joke. And we're not doing it right. And guess what? He's not impeached anymore. Everybody go back to work. Right. And make no mistake, um, in your own defense, you could call up, you could pretty much call up any witness you want. Yeah. So if Trump wants to bring in Hunter Biden, if the Trump defense wants to bring in Hunter Biden, um, they absolutely could. And you have to because this whole thing started with Hunter and Joe. Right. You, the Bidens have to take the stand. There's, there's no there's no if ands, or buts, or any ways around it. They don't have a choice here. Everything is connected. If they call in Hunter Biden, don't you think we're going to get uh, John Kerry's son in there next? Because you would think. his name uh, would be dropped. Um, then we're going to get the Clintons involved. And then what happens with that? And then they, Pelosi's son, too. Wouldn't Pelosi's son get involved? Pelosi's son is on the board of Burisma? Uh, I'll pull that up. I don't remember. But I know he's got a interesting international job. Uh, they all seem to have uh, connections to Ukraine. Um, being paid multi-million dollars a year. For things that they have no expertise in. Uh, apparently, they're just all oil experts. Uh, even though they have no experience in the field. Um, they're all experts in energy, even though none of them have any experience in the field. And uh, and we move forward now. Uh, onto, the, onto the trial. Yeah, Paul Pelosi... Uh... Was a um, he was an executive for a Ukrainian gas company. Fantastic. So I mean, these these people are all they're all swimming in the same pool. Eventually, the water's gonna get pretty dirty. Yeah, it's gonna get hot. Um. So, who needs to testify? The whistleblower. What's his name again? Eric uh, Cucamella. Yeah, Chiaramella. Yeah, he's the reason we're here. He's got to take the stand. Without a doubt, they need to subpoena him because their whole case rests on this one whistleblower. Yeah, and he says he was there, but he wasn't even there, and there's proof he wasn't there. Well, I don't even know what the hell's going on. He heard from a guy who heard from a guy who knew a guy who was supposedly not there, who read a memo and saw a note on somebody else's desk. Yeah, so we need to find out from this guy who he heard it from and who that guy saw it from. And then eventually we're going to end up with Hunter Biden and uh, and Joe Biden on the stand. They absolutely have to be on the stand. Adam Schiff has to be on the stand with his staff. They Shifty. can take a class photo up there for all I give a shit. Shifty Schiff with his uh, his evil smile. Yeah, I mean, the whistleblower was supposedly on Schiff's staff, no? I don't know about that. Or he was working with Schiff's staff? Yeah, he was working with Schiff's staff when he filed a complaint. So he filed it to Adam Schiff's office, the complaint. Right. I don't know why he'd go there. And not, I don't know, to a news network. Or maybe the Speaker of the House. I don't know why he'd go to little Adam Schiff's office to make this complaint. So, I mean, maybe he was there picking up his check. Maybe, Maybe that's what happened. Well, uh, he went to Adam Schiff because he uh, Adam Schiff is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. So he was supposedly following the reporting rules. Um, but if that's the case, um, his identity was hidden for so long 
until a news uh, news network just decided, you know, we're just going to out the guy because this is ridiculous. We need uh, some sort of transparency in this whole yeah, thing. Someone needs to be held accountable. Right. Just because you make a report, just because you make an accusation doesn't mean it's true. Right. And if we're going to go through this constitutional process, we have to do it with 100% transparency because you know what? It is it is solemn. You know, it's not good for the country. It's not a good look for the country if the if the president gets impeached. And especially if there's any sort of chance that he'll be removed, the uh, Congress is going to have to dot their I's and cross their T's. Yeah, that's it. Dot the I's and cross the T's. Yeah. Yeah. Almost tripped up there. Yeah. Happens to, um, happens to the best of us. Yeah, that hurt. Uh, anyway, so it's going to have to be done with 100% transparency. Um, they can't have any sort of shadow of a doubt. Um, this guy's going to have to testify and tell his side of the story. And a a report, a written report, is not going to be good enough. He's going to have to sit in front of the nation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to need Adam Schiff's staff, too, because we need to know who knows what, what they know. When they know it. Yeah, what their connection is. I mean, this guy could... He could have went to high school with some of these people. How, how do we know that they're not friends forever and this wasn't all just one big scheme? I mean, what are the odds that all these dominoes are falling into place? Apparently, uh, this Eric Chiamella, Chiaramella, is, uh, he's a CIA guy. So there's no doubt that he has connections. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. There's no doubt that he has friends in high places. Yeah. This could have been a whole stunt to begin with. Uh, that's I mean, that's what I think it is. I don't know if they ever anticipated it to even get this far. Uh, I think they may have shocked themselves once it got this far. Um, although, I do believe their end goal was always for impeachment. Yeah, but... And removal. What I don't understand is, it's funny that this all ends up being with Ukraine because it's... It's literal suicide for everyone involved. When you really look at the record, Trump's going to have Giuliani testify. Mm-hmm. And Giuliani's been to Ukraine to gather information. He's the president's lawyer. He's going to do his due diligence. Right. So when Giuliani testifies and he spews everything that he has... um. You're gonna see the the spider web connect for all these people, and it's just gonna it's gonna take everybody down. I don't understand why they would even poke the bear to this extent. Well, they poke the bear because um, they've been going for 30, 40 years, uh, and they feel some of these members of Congress have been in Congress for 30, 40 years, and they feel as though they're invincible. Yeah, well, guess what? When you're in front of the nation, I mean, you're you're. You're going to be naked. Yeah, and uh, you know who's going to strip him down? Alan Dershowitz, Ken Starr, and Jay Sekulow. Yeah. Yeah, they're not happy with uh, Dershowitz right now, the Democratic Party. Uh, They're not happy with Dershowitz. Uh, Dershowitz, he calls himself a liberal. Um, He recently, well, recently, about a month ago... He had an interview with Mark Levin. That was a good one. That was a very good one. Um, Levin's the only guy who would let him talk publicly. Right, and Levin styles to have long-form interviews, um, which is, it's a dying art, and I think Levin does it absolutely perfectly. Yeah, because they say the average attention span for people nowadays is like 26 minutes or something like that when they watch us Probably half that. Um, Most definitely a fraction of that. Uh... So, I believe once they're in front of the nation and he's being cross-examined by the attorneys, um, by the defense team, things are just going to snowball and everybody's going to get exposed. Speaking of exposed, I don't know if anybody's familiar with this, but this week, uh, Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, a true American patriot, released some damning... uh, Damning interviews about one of Bernie Sanders' top campaign staffers. Mm-hmm. America, meet Kyle Jarek. Like free speech has repercussions. 
So if Trump gets reelected, what? Cities burn. The only thing that fascists understand is violence. So the only way that you can confront them is with violence. Okay, nut job, relax. Yeah, this is the this is one of the top people in Bernie Sanders' campaign. This is the type of people that Bernie Sanders hires. At least in, at the state level. Funny enough, at the state level, the directors, right after this dropped, all their social media locked. Yep. Went private. They're Nobody not would accepting answer any questions. Anybody. Um, Project Veritas reporters have been following people around, trying to get some sort of comment. They always flee the scene. Nothing. They won't say anything. So let's... Uh, Let's let's listen a little bit more to this this absolute whack job. Yeah, lunatic. please. I mean, we don't have a lot of time left. We have to save like human civilization. Oh God! Save human civilization. And he also said we don't have a lot of time left. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean either. I guess he means still the election. Right. If I guess if Trump gets reelected again, it's going to be the worst possible thing. I mean, it's going to be the worst possible thing since when Lincoln got elected. I guess. So you mean it's going to? Okay. <laughs> so you mean Donald Trump getting reelected in 2020, in just a few months from now, the greatest day of our lives, part de, is going to be worse than this fucking basement dweller trying to beat the shit out of all of us fascists. Okay, okay so it's going to be worse than the Black Plague. Uh, it's going to be worse than... The Holocaust. The Holocaust. It's going to be worse than... Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. 9-11. World, 9-11. Am I going too War fast? One. World War One. The Great one. Depression. Uh, the Huns invading Europe. Yeah. The Roman collapse. Slavery. Uh, the first human ancestors coming out of Africa. Prohibition. It's going to be worse than all those things combined. It's going to bring down human civilization. Period. Donald J. Trump, president of the United States, a country that's been around for about 240-something years. And he couldn't take us down in four years. But you bet your ass he's, he's going to take us eight. down in eight. This is going to be worse than all... All of the great human tragedies combined in the country is the country, the world, human civilization is going to cease to exist if Kyle Jurek doesn't punch a fucking Nazi. Yeah. Um, smallpox couldn't do it. Chickenpox couldn't do it. Swine flu couldn't Swine do it. Swine flu couldn't do it. Bird flu couldn't do Bird it. Bird flu couldn't do it. Um, the Black Plague. Black Plague couldn't do it. Hitler couldn't do it. He tried hard, though. Yeah, he did. He tried hard. Stalin couldn't do Stalin it. Stalin couldn't do it. Mao couldn't do it. Nope. Emperor Hero Hero couldn't do it. Nope. Trump will do it. So I think in Trump eight years, going to take down the, he, the idiocy of the left to think that Donald Trump, President of the United States of America, could take down human civilization. The only way that he could take down humanity is if uh, there's a global nuclear war but uh, make no mistake if one day Trump just decides to you know give the order to just nuke a whole bunch of countries um, somebody's gonna stop him there's some checks and balances in there yeah there's gonna be some general that's gonna come Rand around Rand Paul Rand Paul yeah we've established yeah. him um, maybe he'll get on the uh, get on the phone with uh, Pencil Neck yeah maybe Adam Schiff maybe there'll be some weird alliances uh, though, before we get into the real juicy parts of uh, Kyle Jurek's uh, diatribe, he did say one thing that was pretty interesting. Do you know how many people have suicided themselves that have been related to the Clintons in some way or another? It's fucking insane. Kill the Clintons? Maybe. Revolution. Kill the Clintons? Revolution is on. Let me tell you something about this revolution. No, we, we don't got to kill the Clintons. We'll make them kill themselves. Okay. Well, he had me for a few seconds. Um, I don't know what that means, make them kill themselves. But clearly, clearly, if this isn't enough evidence for anybody to basically determine on their own that everyone is aware what the Clintons are doing, I don't know what more evidence you need. Even uh, Bernie Sanders staffers. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's blatant what's going on here. Yeah. 
So he had me in the uh, he had me in the first three seconds of that that sentence, um, but then he lost me at revolution. Make them kill themselves. Yada yada yada. The dude is unstable. Yeah, he's not he's not all there. As of today, Friday, January seventeenth, he was released on bail. He got arrested for uh, drug possession, right? Drug possession, marijuana possession. Yes, yeah, so this dude's clearly living majority of his life fucked up at any given moment. I guess, right? I mean, I, I'm surp- I, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me in 100 percent of those clips we got here from Project Veritas he was fucked up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in the very in the least. I, but it just goes to show you who's vetting these people when they're hiring for campaigns. There, there is no way that this guy should have been hired. Um, he should have been vetted. They should have at least checked his. He's way too, like, way too. He is left. amped up. He is ready to hang rich people from light poles. Yeah, th- this guy, uh, if he, make no mistake, if he could turn any Trump into a pinata, he'd do it. Oh, he would do it, and he would be grinning the whole way. Yeah. Yeah, he would. I mean, there's plenty more on this fucking clown too. Um. This is just, this is just clips from the first video. There's a second part of the video that was released um, on Tuesday, and this, this fucking guy's advocating for gulags. Gulags. He is advocating for throwing people in gulags. He actually says that the he, gulags were better than the. United States prison system now. Yeah, because they got paid a living wage. What the fuck? He, they got paid a living wage um, for getting you know screws under their nails and parts of their bodies uh, were they chopped off. Were they fucking disemboweled or whatever that word is? Uh, yeah, they were beaten. They were electrocuted. They were set on fire. They were drowned in gulags and apparently the US prison system is so much worse way worse cuz people have to play basketball in the yard and they have solitary and they got to do stuff you know god forbid they got you know they got convicted of crimes and all that uh where in gulags the the much better situation so so this guy just got arrested he just got picked up for possession of marijuana so was he screaming the whole time in the squad car on the way to the station are you taking me to the gulag please take me to the gulag i want to go to the gulag he was begging to go to the gulag yeah the gulag he would have is to so be much dick, right i mean i i've never heard of anyone getting released from a gulag alive he got released from jail alive, but I mean, if he wants to go to Gulag instead, he's he could be my guest. He can send me a postcard or a tweet from there. I would imagine people got released from Gulags in two ways: uh, they were uh, dead, or their family paid a bribe. Yeah, that was the only way that they got released from a Gulag, or else they were gonna stay there until they were dead. Period. Um, people weren't com- convicted of crimes. There was no due process. People were, like we said, tortured. Yeah, they didn't even have real reasons to be in these gulags. In the most heinous ways. Um, there were some accounts in gulags where the guards would crush men's testicles in vices. Oh, uh, that sounds fun. They yeah, did that. that I, I, went, I went away to the spa last year, and that's that was one of the packages. One of the new age Yeah, I had my nuts crushed, yeah. But don't take it from us. Let's hear it in this nutjob's own words. Yeah, what the hell? There's a reason Joseph Stalin had gulags, right? And actually, gulags were a lot better than like what like the CIA has told us that they were. Wait a second. This is crazy talk. Thanks, O'Keefe. Um, yeah, yeah, it is fucking crazy talk. He's right. He's he's a total total fucking insane nutjob. This guy. What? Uh, he's missing his medication. Gulags. Gulags. Long guns. Gulags. Yeah, long guns. Throwback. <laughs> he he really thinks that gulags are a good idea. He's an advocate for fucking gulags. There are an estimated uh, 1.1 million people who were killed in Soviet gulags. Um, 
but apparently they're better because of the living wage. I, I mean, I'm speechless. Honestly, it, I, I'm honestly speechless. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of knew, kind of had an inkling that uh, there were people out there that believe this. Um, I mean, I always tell the story of my communist professor. You heard it already, so I'm not going to get back into it. But um, I, I didn't think that they were this fucking crazy. You can't tell me for one second that Bernie Sanders is not aware that this guy is an advocate for gulags. I mean, this had to have gotten, went up the chain. Or maybe not. Maybe it fucking rolled downhill like shit always does. So apparently he's not the only one. Take a listen. That's crazy though that I was saying. Yeah. It's like... I know we have a lot of, like, the communists and the Marxists, like, on our side, but yeah. that's... I'm one of them. Oh, boy. Yeah, and, and, and in fact, there's, that I know of, one, two, three, one, two, three, four... Counting on his fingers. Four of the organizers in this office are, are you know, leftists of some, mm-hmm. <clears throat> of some degree further leftward than democratic socialism. Right. For what degree, you know, varies, but... Many of many of the organizers that I met, uh, actually, I didn't even count Justin. So just, don't don't forget Justin. Justin, me, Derek, Danielle, uh, Jessica, uh, are all definitely further left than democratic socialism. Oh, that's cute. What the fuck does that even mean? How much farther left does it get than democratic socialism? You got Hitler on this campaign. Uh, further left than democratic socialism is full on Stalinism. I mean, he's talking about Marxists and shit. I mean, these people are exhausting. These are the people out there spreading the word to go vote for Bernie Sanders? Mm hmm. Absolutely. This is sick shit. Him, Danielle, Derek, uh, Jessica, and uh, don't forget Justin. Yeah, we're fucking talking to you people. Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five. Let's play a game. All right, you just got home from work, right? Because mm-hmm. you have a job, because you're not him. You, you just get home from work. You're about to sit down and dinner with your family, right? Your phone rings. It's this fucking douchebag. You just want a free trip to Gulag. You want to go? You going to take it? No, no, oh. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I think I'm just going to hang up. You're going to hang up? Yeah, I'm going to wait for him. So you're not going to vote for his candidate and get that free trip to a gulag? No, I'm not going to get the free trip. All right. So you don't want a branding in Uranus? No, I would rather not have a hot... Iron in your ass? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's yeah, your call. I'd, ra- I'd rather not. Um, Apparently, he fucking really knows I wonder it. if he's one of the dudes that uh, sent out the text messages, the incessant annoying text messages. That the Bernie Sanders campaign always sends out. Telling them oh, to vote for Bernie. Yeah. That they never get it when you tell them to shove it up your ass. Yeah, I had to actually tell them to shove it up their ass to get them to stop. And they finally stopped. That's the type of harassment that you deal with in the Soviet Union. Yeah. So I'm told. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wait until gulags. They're going to give you an iPhone made by child labor in China. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, it's just going to be a nonstop stream of Bernie Sanders text messages where they just don't get the hint. Yeah. Just vote for Bernie every 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Ding, vote for Bernie. Ding, vote for Bernie. And Ding, then vote for you Bernie. can't even respond. But uh, before we went into the gulag, uh, we all responded, um, hashtag Trump 2020, leave me alone. Mm, ding. And then Bernie. you get another one. Uh, do you have a second uh, Do you have a second candidate in mind? Not Bernie. Yeah. Not fucking Bernie Sanders. Hashtag Trump 2020, you're not getting it, people. Ding, vote for Bernie. Ding, vote for Bernie. Ding, vote for Bernie. But it gets real fun when you actually find out what this guy wants to do to people who disagree with, I guess you could say, his ideologies. I don't even know what the fuck to call this lunacy. Take a listen. So that, like, that was the intention. Of, of gulags, right? It's like not only to like limp to like remove the like people that were not only to elim. I yeah. mean remove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean remove. Yeah, he went for eliminate. Yeah. Were like insidious to the state from the state, like 
hey, you guys are all causing problems. You're like working against the revolution. We're just going <laughs> to remove you and put you in and, Siberia and, and, where you learn the fucking value of like being a comrade. So if you're not a good comrade, if you don't subscribe to exactly what he thinks, um, you're going to get thrown into a fucking gulag. Yeah, in Siberia, apparently, because that's close. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in our case, it would be like in Montana. Oh, Montana's beautiful. Th- this, this guy is this guy's out of his fucking mind. He's really touched by the devil. We have a lot more. Yeah, we definitely have way more. This This video just, it just keeps getting better and better. This guy is... Unhinged and hysterical. It's clinically insane. Take a listen. Try to save the planet from <laughs> destruction. Save the planet from fucking destruction. Yeah. Um, and no matter what country or what laws that exist, they don't. They're irrelevant to. There are things greater than those than than those systems, right? Right. Can I just point out one thing? Um. In every recording of this guy, he has the perfect soundtrack in the back. He really does. It's just some chick singing about something totally irrelevant. It's coming naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are things that are more important than the rule of law in the United States. Nope, nothing. So that means um, Human if, rights. They, if they take over and they make the law... The rule of law in the United States. That means there are more important things than the rule of law in the United States. So that means their laws mean His, nothing. Right. Their laws mean nothing so that we could just rise up. Well, yeah, but revolt. that's the thing. It wouldn't be the laws of the United States. It would be global. The whole the whole idea of this from the beginning was... Global international communism. Yes. Let's uh, let's continue to hear this, uh, this absolute scholar. This fucking buffoon. When it comes down to the existence of the human race. And that's where we're at, unfortunately. And, like, this is, like, there are very few, there are probably no other points in human history. Like The Black Plague. No other points in it. I think we named, like, 40 of them before. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to send, if this guy is still on Twitter, or wherever the hell he is, I'm going to send them a link to this podcast and tell them to go to, like, you know whatever minute and listen yeah just 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 take a listen he doesn't have to believe any any anything that we say um just like i certainly hope to god we don't have to believe anything that he says um according to him we have to believe everything he says i can't believe that this guy thinks that donald j trump is the worst thing to ever happen to the planet to humanity yeah i just had a thought um to him gulags aren't so bad so why is he dying to send his enemies there if gulags aren't so bad well because he's got a short of decency he's a good guy right right he's a he's a good guy he's a good guy in his own mind he's and a stand-up guy he just wants to i mean remove people um that are just not being comrades yeah he's a stand-up guy who just wants what he wants and that's to own everybody true let's continue here with this gem recorded in history where like the stakes were as high as they are right now Cuban Missile Crisis oh that was good like we are at a f-ing... we're we're at the end we're at the end of the road nope um back in the uh I want to say the 1200s 1300s actually uh in Europe when you look to your right and there was a guy with boils all over his neck dying I'm gonna say it again the Black Plague and then you look you to your love left. The black oh, fucking black plague was brutal. We love it. And you look to your left, and uh, you see like I don't know your kid or like your 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 spouse or somebody close to you with boils all over their body, dying of the black plague. I'm pretty sure you felt that you were at the end of the road, um, and you may have very well been if it didn't burn itself out. But uh, let's uh, let's let's continue with this guy. And like the way we choose to go. It's going to determine, like, hey, are we going to continue as a species, or are we going to burn up in a fucking second? Jarrett goes on to say that even violent groups like Antifa are folded quietly into the Sanders campaign staff. I'm not surprised. 
I'm not surprised by any fucking thing anymore. I mean, you you if you pass any sort of rally or anything where Antifa's at, and you could bear the smell, you're gonna see that they're all wearing like they. I mean, some of them are wearing Bernie stuff. It's no surprise that Antifa Antifa people. Yeah, there you go. Antifa people are Bernie supporters. No, it's no surprise. I mean, these are people that if they just would have watched a sport when they were younger, they wouldn't feel this need to fit in with something so bad. If they if they would have just like even maybe left the house and like took a walk with their friends. Yeah, something. Got a bacon, egg, and cheese at the bodega on the corner. They wouldn't be feeling this bad. Yeah, and a quarter water. I could go for a quarter water. Oh, quarter water's yeah. good. Um, this guy is obviously mentally unstable. Uh, we're beating a dead There's horse. There's no such thing as mentally that. unstable anymore. There's no such thing as mentally unstable. You're not allowed to be mentally unstable. Now you're just a free thinker. Right. You're a free thinker. You're a comrade. So if you're not if you're not totally in lockstep with his ideals, um, you're fucking you're nobody. He's just gonna pull up to the to your spot with the boys, aka Antifa, and they're gonna make a problem for you. Right. Uh speaking of Antifa, let's listen. I know you have, like, the Antifa sticker on your laptop. Have you ever done, like, been in any of those, like, crazy... There was a couple things that, uh, events they came to... They came to Lansing and they came to Ann Arbor. Uh-huh. That was there for Did you ever, like, help out or participate in any of it? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, so... Like, I didn't help organize it. Right. Uh, but I was there in support. Uh-huh. He's really upset that he's yet to punch a Nazi. That poor guy. It uh, there's one main reason why he's yet to punch a Nazi. Yeah, they're they're not really around. Yeah, Nazis. There are neo Nazis, uh, possibly around, but it's like point zero one percent of the population. It's like, uh, it's basically like they don't even exist. Um, he's yet to punch a Nazi because the Nazis were snuffed out in 1945. Yeah, yeah, it would probably be easier for him to find, uh, um, I don't know, it'd be easier for him to find a Mets fan in Montana. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Those may exist. Actual SS Nazis. They don't exist anymore. No, he's not punching anybody they're, in the face. They're done. <clears throat> they're done. And Trump supporters are not Nazis. I'm not a Nazi. I'm not a Nazi. So it makes me wonder what this fucking lunatic really, um, really is, I guess I could phrase it. And he actually does go on to explain where he falls on the political spectrum and i would love to reach out to him and ask him where he falls on the uh the asperger spectrum but we'll we'll go with this first this will have to suffice so a lesson from professor kyle what would you kind of consider yourself like where on that spectrum i'm an anarcho-communist so Mm -hmm. like i'm as furthest i'm as far to the left as you can possibly get but i'm also very liberal like so like there's two there's two uh uh axes Mm -hmm. one is uh capitalism versus communism Mm -hmm. all the way and then one is authoritarianism to libertarianism right like on the bottom so if you're in the bottom left-hand corner, you're libertarian, but you're also communist. So like a lot of what they call, sometimes they're called libertarian socialists. Right. Um, and sometimes they're called anarcho-communists. Um, but those two are pretty much interchangeable. Um, and then on the top, you have like your, your Marxist communists. So, right. so like um, your Stalins and your, you know, like they're very authoritarian mm-hmm. communists, right? Um, so there's a there's a, a great spectrum in between on the, uh, of like authoritarian to libertarian, mm-hmm. but also on the left. Right. Yeah. It's- they love their labels. As the kids say these days, that is so cringe. Super cringe. 
kidding. Sometimes, sometimes I get up and I feel pretty, pretty authoritarian. Uh, and sometimes <laughs> I get up and I, and I, you know, I, I feel normal, like my libertarian self. So when he gets up, uh, he forgot to take his medication the night before. He just wants to send everybody to gulags. Yeah. And uh, when he does take his medication, and he uh, he doesn't. He just wants government to mind its own business. Right. If you can't handle me at my most communist, you don't deserve me at my most libertarian. That's uh, that's All right. it. If you can't handle me at my most communist, you don't deserve me at my most libertarian. So libertarian in the sense Ew. of my fucking head hurts. No minimal government interference. So. This guy's an enigma. He's contradicting himself. A libertarian wants government to have nothing to do with everyday life. Right. But then he wants to throw people in gulags that disagree. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? So if he doesn't take his medication, he wants to throw people into gulags. If he does take his medication, then he, he doesn't. He just wants government to stay out and let me live my life. Yeah. This guy's a special breed of stupid. Uh, He's still on... Biden's campaign, by the way. He's not. He's not. <laughs> he's was, on Bernie's that was campaign. That slip. He's yeah. on Bernie's campaign. Yeah, he's on Bernie's campaign. My bad. Yeah. He uh, might as well be on Biden's campaign. It doesn't matter anymore. They're all the same fucking asshole person anyway. You know, Biden doesn't even know whether he's coming or going or what the deal is. He doesn't know what he state he's in or anything like that. But don't even, don't even get me started. No. No, I'm not going to get you started. I'm not going to get myself started. We should probably should probably just put a bow on this one. Yeah, we should probably end it here. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have plenty um, plenty more to talk about. I'm sure next week. Um, I mean, impeachment's going. Are they gonna start voting on trial is on, on people Tuesday? To testify? Yeah, I mean, this is gonna get going. So next week's gonna be a pretty busy news week. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot going on. And Project Veritas, everybody, if you're not following them on um, on Twitter, follow James O'Keefe. Um, Monday and Tuesday, they got more videos coming out about the Bernie campaign and the Bernie staff. Apparently, there are like five or six more people that are mentally unstable, like this fucking guy that we just heard from tonight. So keep an eye out on that. Um, you could also find us on social media also. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at our public restore that's r-p-u-b-l-i-c-r-e-s-t-o-r-e-d and on instagram at republic restored nice and simple on instagram but until next week i'm anthony that's joe and uh, we'll see you in the gulag my friends i saw her today at the reception a glass of wine in her hand I knew she was gonna meet her connection At her feet was a footloose man You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want You can't But if you try sometimes, you might find Just my fine. You get what you need.
emotions in a glare. 